What up, though? It's That's Miss To You at the end of the day. Hitting you up because I just feel like it. <laughs> How y'all doing? It's been a minute, but uh, a lot's been going on in my life, and so... I've had to take some time and just really reflect on my life and where I want to be in the next uh, five years. Um, and there's just a lot of events going on in my life. You know, it's September. Whoop, whoop, Virgo. Whoop, whoop. And uh, the birthday is coming up. So I'm really excited about that and stuff. Yeah. So I just wanted to share this story because... Um, it was brought to my attention, you know, that my history and my life has impacted uh, quite a few people. I try not to share my life or talk about me because <laughs> we got billions of people already doing that. <laughs> but I figured I would sit down and just kind of journal this, uh, you know, just try to encapsulate uh, some major points that... I think would be helpful to someone who may be um, experiencing domestic violence or, or you know, just a really disturbing relationship, you know, and because um, I grew up in a dysfunctional home, um, and um, and I'm like I said, I share this because maybe someone will hear this and reflect on those painful moments and look at themselves and know that they are strong standing and are alive because of the resilient spirit that dwells in them so I grew up in North New Jersey and I grew up in a home with parents that genuinely loved me but they loved me how they knew how to love me you know there was a manual to follow but not everybody follows that manual. Um, so they did the best they could. And uh, thinking in hindsight, I look at it today, I look, or I think back to it. I'm not, oh, I been forgave my parents, but there's a lot of um, threads, common threads that I see with what I grew up with along with the people that I work with today. Um, and they, they, my parents, they provided, they made sure I went to school, they taught me manners and to respect my elders, you know, the whole nine. Um, they taught me don't talk back. And the, the wonderful things that I do remember about my childhood is holidays. Um, because when there were no presents under the tree, when there was no food really on the table, the one thing that I cherished the most was that I had my parents and um, I was able to spend the holidays with them every holiday you know so basically I was an only child and that was okay there was times when I wish I had a sibling just to smack around you know take advantage of you know how y'all do <laughs> so I guess you would ask well how was your home dysfunctional My parents liked to go out a lot, you know, 
um, when I was six, seven, eight years old. They didn't just go out for maybe 15, 20 minutes, no. They went out for like four or five hours, six hours and stuff. And you know, they would leave me at home at the one bedroom apartment by myself, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that sit. I'm gonna let that sit right there. <laughs> So, you know, when they got their drinks on, you know what's next, right? <laughs> they wanted to get their freak on, you know. But, uh, and being in a one-bedroom apartment, I had two options. Listen to it or get put out into the other room, the living room. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes those, those types of experiences <laughs> were... I don't know dreadful <laughs> but again it helped me to really put things into perspective now um, now that I'm working with a community of people communities of people you know that suffer those same traumas and and they reflect on those uh, moments of time with their parents or their caregivers or their grandmas or their aunties you know stuff like that and then the the worst parts of my childhood that I can remember growing up is when their fights broke out, you know, after they've consumed quite a bit of alcohol because they were heavy drinkers and uh, um, they drank quite a bit of alcohol. And um, I don't know what would provoke my father to just at that moment just, you know, hit mom or what she would do you know she would take something and smack him with it or you know it was it was equal opportunity they basically abused each other but you know i would get caught in the middle of it trying to break them up and you know there was many a days i went to school with scratches bruises and whelps you know today i attend to many domestic violence cases and I, I reflect on my past and how I dealt with it you know I try to expound on my source of strength and share a little of my history in hopes the person will kind of use it as a lifeline you know and to let them know that you're never alone and that's the one thing I really want to expound on today in this conversation is you are truly never alone I know it's difficult it's very challenging um, because the partner may be extremely violent um, and you don't want to endanger anyone else that's connected with you because of the violent tendencies of this person but in the midst of that you're never, never, ever alone. Um, you may have to, you know, reach out to someone, reach out to authorities, reach out to uh, go to another state, go to another city, go to another county, go and probably go to a bar or go to a uh, a restaurant um, to find solace and shelter and 
it's a strategic move but it can be done but I don't want to jump off into that aspect of it I really want to focus on to really encourage someone out here that would listen to this or be listening to this and to let them know that there is a lifeline um, and you're never alone in the circumstance so there's truly someone bigger and greater that will pull you up out of that circumstance will it be easy hell no no it's not will it change right away no not at all you have to be strategic in these situations but in any case it's to cause you to cry out and really reach out for help reach out for help I don't know who I'm talking to right now but reach out for help and know this even though in the natural you're reaching out for help it'll be that person or people or community or organization that God will use to snatch you out of this circumstance and save you he loves you he really loves you and he wants to save you so that you don't continue in your trauma and continue in your suffering and affliction and hurt and pain so yeah I just wanted to share that from the perspective of how I grew up and where I'm at today 23 years clean um, from addiction um, my children well my child um, I lost my son 2005 to uh, heart arrhythmia and uh, and that's a part of my process that was a part of my process that was a part of me having to really um, deal with pain and hurt and trauma and uh, today as I said the spirit in me from him who's always available and willing to help you get out of the circumstance that is who I attribute my success to so boys and girls keep it right keep it tight at the end of the day there is a good consequence and bad consequence but truly the choice is yours